0: Hey, welcome to Whole Human. Today I wanted to share with you a special episode talking about the power of God and the goodness of God and how often we doubt one or the other of those in our actual practical life. I also wanted to invite you to our Advent program that's coming up. It's a way to more intentionally live Advent. If you're like me in the past, Advent seems to flash by without us noticing. Even though I want to live it well, I know that the season is really important. So if you want a way like me to live the season more intentionally and to really deepen your experience of expectation and hope this Advent, check it out at wholehumanchallenge.com dot com slash advent and you can also find the link in the description hey welcome to week two this week we're going to potentially get into the most important vision for what we want to talk about for for whole human challenge the the foundation the basis of it um, so hopefully the Lord gives me c- a clear mind and a clear tongue to tell you all about it, because there's so much that I want to communicate with you today. Um, so pay attention <laughs> and open your heart to to try to receive what, what we get to talk about, because uh, it's really, really cool. Okay, so we have three premises that we're basing uh, the whole vision of this week on, and this is actually a fairly hard topic, but I think it's one of the most revolutionary for us in Whole Human Challenge. And you've probably heard these three premises before, but we often, even if we believe them, live as, as if they're not true. So we're going to start from these three premises. God is all-powerful, which means Everything that happens is either chosen by God or allowed by God. God is all-knowing. He knows everything that's happening in your heart. He knows everything that's happening in the world. He knows all of your past, and he knows all of your future, where you're heading. And God is all-loving. So everything that he does and is comes from love and serves the purpose of love. And his love is in, is personal and intentional, that he is all loving for you, that he is for you. He is loving you. <laughs> so we're, these three things, God is all powerful. God is all knowing. God is all loving. And so we're left actually with these things. It brings up a really important, urgent question in us. Why would a God who loves me and knows me and can do everything give me this moment? Why would he give me this life to live? Why now? If God can prepare life and creates every moment and arranges the world, and he is master and Lord, and he really knows me and loves me, why would he give me this moment? Why would he give me this life? There's a really provocative quote by Carol Hauslander that I I both love and struggle with often. (laughs) She says, trusting God means trusting that whatever God does with you and yours is the act of an infinitely loving father. Whatever God does with you and everyone you love is the act of an infinitely loving father. I I think this phrase actually should bother us. It should make us upset because we look around and we see so much suffering. We feel so much suffering in us and we see it in the people that we love. We know how deeply messed up we are and how, how much evil there is in the world. How broken we've been by the world. How hurt we've been by the world. How much we've hurt others. And I know sometimes we can get into this place, and I I can do this too, where I kind of rationalize things that happen to me. I'm like, okay, I can make some sense of this. I can make some meaning of this. I can come out of this. But then we see the people that we love just being devastated. And this phrase that everything that God does as the all-powerful one to me and those that I love is the act of an infinitely loving father. And it's really, really hard for us to reconcile this belief that God is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving, and this is the world that we have. This is the life that I have. This is the moment that I have. And I I think we often secretly try to do two things. Because like theologically, we can say God is all loving. God is all knowing. God is all powerful. Like we can go through that over and over again. But I think secretly we try to do two things. We either try to let God off the hook. And we say, yeah, he's a really loving person. He's a really loving god. But there's some things beyond his control. Like he wouldn't actually want this to happen, but it just happened. Sometimes life just happens. And so we we kind of demote his all-powerfulness and his all-knowingness. Like, oh, he didn't know that was going to happen or he he couldn't really do anything about it. That's just the way things that that's just the way things are. And we can even say it in nice ways, like that's the consequence of sin in the world. And so we, we allow God to be loving, but we kind of make him incompetent as a way to protect him, as a way to let him off the hook. Or the other thing we do is we say, okay, he's got all the power. but we demote his lovingness <laughs> okay he he's got all the power but he's just a a dictator he's just messing with us he doesn't really care about me so maybe he can even be loving for other people and he can be powerful and acting in good ways for other people but for me like he's not loving me <laughs> so we 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 do one of those two things a lot, secretly in the back of our heads. We either try to let God off the hook, or we say, he isn't really that loving. This isn't really love. Like, even if he pretends to love us, even if we have to say that he loves us so that he doesn't smite us, He, we either give him power or make him loving and incompetent. And we can we can twist this back in ourselves into ourselves too, and I'm not going to get too much into that. But we can we can get into the, even this weird headspace of like he would be more loving towards me if I deserved it more, or if I were better. And so we we qualify his love. We do all these different things to qualify his love, or to qualify his power. But I think where where I want to push us with whole human challenge. And I I think this is actually the most exciting and dynamic part is what if all three are actually true? (laughs) What if he is all loving, all knowing, and all powerful? What if he deeply knows you? He knows everything that you are, everything that you've suffered, everything that you've lived and said. And in all of that, he loves you. He loves you deeply and intentionally and purposefully and personally. And he is always in his power arranging everything for your good. Like it's actually (laughs) so hard for me to stay with. It's so hard for us to stay with all three of those things. Because what would that actually mean about our life? What would that mean about right now? That means right now, this moment is given to me by someone who knows me infinitely, loves me infinitely, and can arrange everything so that I have this moment. This moment is precisely given to me. For me. This moment is part of an infinite love for me. Like it, it radically changes what life is, <laughs> what my life is right now. And so somehow when I'm up in the middle of the night with my toddler that I'm still trying to sleep train, like that that moment is precisely given to me. Or when I see my sister struggling so much, like that moment is given to her for her, for her fullness, for her salvation. Out of of complete love and knowledge of her. What would our life be like if we lived like that? If we lived like that were actually true. It makes each moment, which we often, like we talked about this the first time, that we, we so often are trying to escape the moment. Because the moment is messy and painful. And so we construct all these other worlds, these future worlds or these past worlds or these distractions to escape what's actually going on. But what if what's actually going on right now is the thing that's precisely made for me? The the precise place that I am being called, the precise place that I am being loved It gives life a new dimension. It gives life, it makes life full of mystery and majesty. And that's, that's hard for me to accept because it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like that's what my moment is. And so we enter into a space that's beyond right now, like our immediate eyes, What if this moment right now is given to me by a God who's all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-loving? Who knows me, loves me, and decided this moment was what he wanted to give me. We talk about being children of God. If this moment was the moment he wanted to give his child, to give you, And it can start to make more sense. I mean, we're still in the realm of like, this is hard to bring our minds to. But then we can look at the cross and see how God actually acts in the world. What does God give his own son, whom he loves, who he knows from all eternity Where, where does God's power show up most? <laughs> we have the cross. We have a man dying in pain. Like in the garden, we know that he's scared. And his father gives him that. With so much love. It's hard for us, like it's hard for that to make sense. But this is the full like it it matches the the full desire of Jesus like that that experience although terrible actually ends up matching the full desire of Jesus who wants to save the world who wants to display his love to the world and so he he enters into this terrible situation as a gift from his father to, to be able to actually reach a full, like a greater fullness of desire to, to to match what his heart wants, which is to reach us and to save us and to show us his love. An example that's, that's closer to home that I've thought about several times, it's been almost a year now. I was sleep training my youngest and sleep training's hard. So he was in the in the crib crying and I was there trying to comfort him without picking him up. And for him it's just a really confusing situation. He doesn't know what the heck is going on. All he knows is that he is suffering and I'm not picking him up. I'm not comforting him. I know as his dad that this is really important for him. This is really important for his growth, to be able to sleep. It's really important for his family. It's really important for his life to sleep and to learn how to sleep. And because of where he's at, I can't communicate all of that to him. I can just be right there alongside of his crib, comforting him in the way that I can that still carries him on the path that he needs to walk. And so as I was there, And it was like breaking my heart to hear him cry. But also like I knew that that was the way. I knew this was the way for him. And that my role, my way of loving him actually was to be with him as he suffered and not to take away that suffering. And what came up in my heart was this this line that I just repeated over and over again. I know this is really hard. You're doing a good job. And I'm really proud of you. As he's like confused and trying to figure out how to comfort himself and get to sleep and starting to suck his thumb. And I know this is really hard. You're doing a good job and I'm proud of you. I know this is really hard. You're doing a good job and I'm proud of you. And at one moment, I started crying because it was so clear that, that God the Father was saying the exact same thing to me. I'm this parent, sleep deprived, trying to figure out how life works, not knowing how any of this is going to fit together. And God, the father is saying those words to me, Isaac, I know this is really hard. You're doing a good job and I'm really proud of you. And it's just so life-changing that he, he really sees me. and he really sees that i'm suffering and that i'm trying and he's really proud of me and i'm i'm like the baby in this situation where he's he he knows the plan he knows the way for me he knows he knows the greater fullness that he's opening up for me i'm just confused i'm just crying and in distress and don't know why god's not picking me up but he stays close He stays close and speaks those words over me. I know this is really hard. You're doing a good job and I'm proud of you. And this is our God. This is our God who knows that it's hard. And in his power continues to stay close and save us and draw us back out. And in his love shows us our dignity, tells us that he's proud of us brings us to a greater life that we can't imagine. God sees you. He knows your struggle. He loves you. God is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving, for you and this is the moment he's decided to give you this is the path that he's walking with you on so what is our role what do we do Joseph Campbell uh, this is actually the quote in the workbook he says we must be willing to let go of the life we planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us our role is to say yes to whatever capacity we can. And sometimes it's it's actually a pretty low capacity. It's hard for us to say yes when life just seems hard and terrible. But to accept, to look at him with trust and say, God, I don't know what you're doing here. I don't know how this could possibly be part of your love for me. I don't know how this is the way or where this is the way to But I know that you love me. I know that you know me and see me here. And I trust you. Thy will be done, not my will be done. This is so, so hard for us to do. And he knows that. He knows that this life is really confusing and full of hardship and trial and suffering and uncertainty. He knows. And it's okay if it takes time. And this week, what we get to do is we get to start to practice. We get to start to practice looking at God and saying, okay, I don't know why this is the moment you gave me, but here I am. Help me. Stay close. And the prayer that has helped me practice the most, this is the one I put in the workbook on page 33, is I've been praying it over and over again for years, and it really has started to shape my heart. It says, Lord, thank you for giving me exactly what I need right now for the fulfillment of my deepest desires. I trust you. And I know I talk about sleep training a lot in reference to this, because that's where I developed this prayer, is those nights where I'm feeling crazy and groggy and like sleep deprived and at the end of my limit. That's where, again, I need to affirm the truth that I don't feel right now. I need to give thanks. Because if you're really all-powerful, all-knowing and loving, and this is what you've given me, I want to thank you for it, even though I don't understand it. Lord, thank you for giving me exactly what I need right now. That this isn't just a random life. This isn't just life randomly happening to me and trying to hurt me. But this is a father who's prepared a moment, prepared a life for me, his beloved. And it's for the fulfillment of my deepest desires. Because he, he actually knows what I need. He knows what I want more than I do. Again, if we use a toddler example, it can become clearer. If my toddler is asking for ice cream all the time, like I know actually that's not what's best for his body. And that right now he might be hyper obsessed with ice cream and cry every time he can't get it. Or even if I give it to him, he'll cry that he can't have more. And that knowing knowing his body better than he does, I can give him something that's better for him. I can bring him to a deeper fullness, a deeper satisfaction. And then in the face of all that, I can trust. Okay, I'm going to bet on you. My strength is at its end. I, I don't feel like I can take much more. And I'm going to bet on you. I'm going to turn to you, Father, and say I trust you. When I can't trust in my own mind or my own strength or my own will, I trust in you, Father. And that's what I wanted to tell you today. That we have a God who's all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-loving. And it's okay to see whatever reaction comes up. If you're still angry about God being all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-loving and giving you this life, be angry about it. But be angry at God. Be angry towards God. Like, tell him why you're angry. You can have a tantrum. That's part of parenting. (laughs) God knows that. Okay. But dialogue with God. Turn to God. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you find this content meaningful, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. If you would like to share your story, reach out at wholehumanchallenge@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Also, if you're looking for a more intentional way to live your Advent this year, join us. You can check out more about our program at wholehumanchallenge.com advent, or find the link in the podcast description. Thank you. Have a great day.